Hello and welcome back to another episode of Insert Intro. Oh, sorry. FPO Worldwide Prestige Worldwide. Uh, yep, that's the one. That's that's the drop. That's where we insert intro. FPO Prestige Worldwide. Make We're sure you like, like, and subscribe. That's Very kind of right. I like it. <laughs> um, please, please tell your friends about us. We have no friends. Yes, exactly. We need more followers. So, how was your international break, Sean? How, I don't care it? about that. Let's talk about our game week first. It's been oh two weeks, God. buddy. Two weeks since we last had our game week. <clears throat> um, game week. And you 11. scored a healthy sixty-nine. A satisfying sixty-nine. Sure did, buddy. <laughs> um, jump straight into it. Uh, yep, game week 11, 69 points. Um, it was another game week of uh, just lots of points on my bench. What can I say? 69 points on the pitch, 29 points on my bench. <laughs> Armstrong, Foster, Livermento. I can't believe Foster outscored Ramsdale this week. Like... Yeah, and the, most the funny, and the funniest part was I played Foster in game week 10 to do this exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And Ramsdale mm-hmm. got 10 mm-hmm. points. Swap them around, 11 points from Foster, penalty save. But still a healthy seven points from Ramstad. Like, you can't be disappointed. No, I know. Yeah, we'll go through my There's always the comparison. Yeah. So, Ramsdale, seven points, which is nice. Got a bonus point. Um, Chilwell, just the two points with the Burnley scoring late, which is a bit unfortunate. Um, But James, you know, just doing James things. Gets an assist, which was nice. Got three bonus. Fantastic. Um, Trent, yeah, finally comes up with the goods. Had Trent for so long. I mean, sure, he got 10 points in game week nine with a 5-0 drubbing. But to get a nice free kick, three bonus coins and an assist, 12 points Mm. is perfect. You know, that's exactly what I wanted. Since uh, against Leeds. Well, that's it. You know, he's my most expensive defender, and I'm glad he's done that. So... And then Cancelo, who was one that I was like, you know, it did cross my mind to to bench him. Didn't, um, but gets yeah, a fucking, been a... yeah, he gets a fourteen pointer, which is massive. So, yeah, I'm really happy with my defense. Like, even though Chilwell just got the one blank, you know, to for, for my goalkeeper and my four four defenders to have four, you know, returns is pretty good in defense. So happy with that. And and Chilwell's paid off over the last four weeks since. <clears throat> since he um, started playing game week seven. So I think it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I brought Chilwell in in, um, in round 10. So that was, yeah, he was the reason I benched James. That's right. But yeah, so I haven't really got much from Chilwell yet besides an eight-pointer last week. But anyway, um, midfield, yeah, you know, it was okay. Foden, three points, could have easily scored. We did watch that game, Kane, which <laughs> my memory serves me correctly. You said it would be a very surprising game, but it wasn't very surprising at all. It was an easy 3 0 win. Probably should have been five, but. You might be surprised. <laughs> but see, might, uh, might, is, uh, might is a mighty fine word for I could easily be wrong, and I was. So. To be fair, I was surprised that we didn't score more goals. So I'll give you that one. Um, you know, you and me both went to the pub and watched that game. And what was your thoughts on that before I go any further? Did you. Um, did you expect? Obviously, you didn't expect to see that sort of game, but 
was it something oh, that I you... just I did not expect to do so many shots. I remember that. Um, <laughs> more yeah, sh- no. You definitely had more shots than Man United, that's for sure. It's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah, you, you saw me. I just turned off from the game. I was like, oh, yep, cool. McDominay's playing like that. Nope. And I had all the, the rage of a United supporter, as, as I expected us. I just can't believe how much, like, we just... It was just a training drill for Man City, really, yeah, wasn't just it? Just ran us off the park, really. Mm. And you could see that in the first 15 minutes. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and Buemo, annoying. You know, Brentford, I really thought that they were going to get a point out of this and they ended up losing to Norwich. It's one of the reasons I got him in, which sucks. Um, Two-pointer, oh, well. Rafina, another jammy goal. But, you know, that's what these sorts of players do. You know, the reason we have Rafina is because he can score those sorts of goals. And uh, Yeah, but it's just ridiculous that the jamminess has paid off for so much of the season. You're like mm. so unexpectedly from how cheap he was. And, well, that's and it. Technically like, so is, he's only oh. 6.6 now. So he's, it's like he's only going up 0.1 for the whole season, but we know he's going up and down because he's had his injury concerns. He's, yeah, the injury. But you take that, take that out of it and you're like, he's possibly the best value pick in it from what I can see. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that was nice getting um, a nine, another nine pointer. It's two nine pointers in a row for him. So that was good. Um, and then Salah, another, you know, another return. I mean, it wasn't the greatest, it was just an assist, but you know, because he's owned by a nearly what 70, it's nearly a 72% of the competition. If you, if you don't cap him Salah, you're going to get a red arrow. So until yeah. he starts blanking, He's just going to keep getting the captain armband. So, yeah, I can't complain, you know. Yep. Um, so I, th- I think we have to – I don't know about your opinion, but I'm like – obviously, I started saying it two weeks ago. Three weeks? Two weeks? Three weeks ago, two game weeks ago. It, you have to captain every week, not just for the percentage owned, but percentage captained. It's so yeah, yeah, obviously. You, you yeah. agree with that? Because I'm looking at the next five game weeks. I'm like, pretty much every week, yep. Well, that's the thing. Because he's 70% owned, he's going to be captained by probably 70% of people. Which yeah, especially means, the people in the top 50K, yeah. really. Which means, you know, it's two sellers. It's 150% ownership, essentially. Yeah. So if you don't captain him, you'll, you know, you might as well bet your house. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Like Yeah, trying, trying to pick a differential captain is mm. a scary game to play. It is. It, I mean, when it pulls off, it'll be great, but if it does, if you don't pull it off, then you're gonna, yeah, that's exactly it. You're down that. You're down ten points essentially. Yeah. Um, or minimum. So. Then my forwards did nothing, unfortunately, besides the one that I benched. So Antonio, two points. You know, he had an okay game. Like, kind of. You know, he, he was. I mean, West Ham had a great win against Liverpool, but he was there and thereabouts. But oh, it was obvious that Van Dyke was going to be a big challenge for him. And what I've noticed watching watching West Ham is that Liverpool and the big teams are starting to pay attention to Antonio now. He's more of a, you know, not just let him do what he wants. It's now, you know, this guy's good. We've got to shut him down. So it's a bit yeah, concerning. But and you can see amount, that. Amount, for the amount of value I have in him, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep him for sure. Um, and then Tony. Yeah, Tony, just the one-pointer, which was a shame. Like, you know, I didn't really watch that game. I mean, I heard that he scored. You know, he... He assisted Embuemo for a offside goal, which is unfortunate. So, you know, it's, I've only had Tony for a few weeks because he wasn't in my wild team originally. Um, 
and yeah, you know, looking at his last five games, yeah, his blanks. So mm, interesting with Tony, but these fixtures are so good. So we'll see what happens. And then comes my bench where I took the punt on benching Armstrong, which didn't pay off because obviously there was news that Broha was back and, you know, training. So I thought that, you know, it's more risk to Armstrong being benched again, but then he kicks a one to goal. Villa's in form at that stage. So I was concerned there. Well, I don't know. Villa, they're completely different. Like, you know, they sacked their manager after that game. But I mean, the thing with them is it's just like, I, Armstrong, the decision was the correct one, even though obviously the outcome wasn't. Armstrong only had one shot and it was that shot, which was goal. So, you know, I think I did, if, you know, it didn't hurt me too much. Like obviously he scored and got three bonus points because it was a one nil win. But, you know, any other team, if he doesn't score that, he probably doesn't score. So, you know, he might be one of those where I might have to bench him again this week. Gray, obviously, just the biggest is the regret. I should have got rid of him a wild guard. And like I said, for Smith Rowe, who's who once again scored again. So, yep, he's he is going to go this week for me. Um, and then Livermento, a nice another clean sheet, another you know clean sheet on my bench. So, um, he's yellow flag, but I can see at the moment. So that's interesting. But yeah, sixty nine yeah. points, bro. Um, so what what trades did you do leading into that week again? Uh, into that week, I made no trades. I didn't mm, so you got because, two this week. Yes. So because I bent, I had I, like because game week ten, I got forty six points, and I benched something ridiculous, like thirty five, no, forty two points. I benched which is hilarious. I benched forty two points last week, and I was like, well, half of those players are going to play, and I, you know, I did, and then I got sixty nine. But you know, I'm back to where I was just before I played the wild card, so. I'm back to 11K. So 11,863. So a big green arrow, essentially, from 19K. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy, man. Two free transfers and, yeah, can't complain. Just, um, yeah, just going along nicely. Very, just Set like number 69. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We, what you, about you, bro? You must, so you're not quite upside down, but, yep. Uh, so, <laughs> um, play Fernandez because... Ward's my bench keeper, which Brentford keeper's not paying off for me at all. Um, <clears throat> and on Brentford players, probably never going to get in Embuemo or Tony. Just don't see, even though obviously they're priced nicely, do not see them worthwhile. Uh, I got in James and Smith Rowe for Marsal and Townsend, which paid off because even yeah, though it was a four-point hit. It worked out. Um, yeah, James and Smith Rowe, seven and eight. Cab, this very happy actually, this is something that, yeah, for the listeners, me and Kane actually talked about this um, after the podcast. And, um, oh, we did. And you actually oh, well, we did, did, we did talk about We did talk about in the podcast, like, I'm probably going to drop myself, but yeah. do I just do a James? And you only just touched on in the last podcast about do I do the double? And I was like, oh, I don't want to. I never want to take four-point hit. But I think it was within five minutes I actually did the, the four-point hit and just text you straight away. Yeah, exactly. So pay, paid off. Obviously, there's always a risk with four-point hits. Um, I didn't play Livermento for the first time in six weeks. Yeah, so 
bloody pain. Yep, he was my first bench. So Pinnock got one, Tiago Silva only got two. And but he played. Yes. Yep. That's in review. Um Captain Salah 10. Grace not paying off anymore. Out of form. Only three points. Rafina nine points. So I've had him since the start. Antonio only two, so I'm in the same boat as you. Ronaldo and Vardy one and two. Mm-hmm. And then on my bench, Ben Rama two, Amity one. So I've got. I've been doing a lot of reviewing. Essentially, is where I'm. Well, there's one key. There's one key um, part of information that you've forgotten to to mention was what your always actual score was, and I can see why now. You haven't mentioned that. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) Forty-seven, and that's with the four-point hit, I believe. So that brings us forty-four. Is is so forty-sevens. Without the four point hit, yeah. So that's with the four point. No, so so you got to add the four point hit says, on. Okay, because it does say final points forty seven. So final yes. points is total yeah. points scored. I take four away, yeah, and so that away, leaves. Yeah, gotcha. So that leaves me at a healthy forty four hundred forty nine thousand. So Did you gain or did you lose? I went down in rank. How much? Uh, uh, I'd have to look at game week history. It'll just load here. Because even when you look at that, right, if you did not make that minus four, you would have been down more points, Kane, which yes. is quite Im- yep. impressive. Very much so. So, so I was 325,000, yep. dropped to 449. So it is a save, mm. but I mean, I look at it in retrospect to last season. I'm sitting nicer like i spent most of last season at 560s to to a mil so yeah overall through this is my third season of properly taking it seriously and learning every year but uh, now that i've sort of looked back on because i've been cornered into what i did with my wild card back in game week three four I'm like, I get to review it and be like, okay, what mistakes have I made? And and there's a lot of, there's a bit of luck to actually be as high as I am. And yet I can see a lot of mistakes and some unlucky stuff. So what happens in international breaks, two weeks of just dwelling. Yeah, just thinking. Dwelling on the negatives. Yeah. That's exactly what happens. Yep. Well, what yep. could have been? Yeah. Um, so well, it's not so much that. It's sort of going, well, going forward, how do I want it? Because now I'm not so stuck to what my, wildcard structure was and I've hmm. freed up funds. Um well it's, so it's I can, been it's I been a, it's nearly been what eight eight or seven game weeks since your wild card. So yeah. When you yeah. think about so it, wild card see... normally lasts that long. It doesn't have a long I, life. I, I banked a lot on Salah Lukaku and Ronaldo and hmm. Lukaku and Ronaldo didn't pay off. So there's there's room to maneuver now and and we've got like I can see some big fixture swings coming up in Game week 15 and 16, so that's exciting and preparing for that and looking at all the, uh, the like the two main YouTubers I follow is um, FPL Mate and Let's Talk FPL. And and what's ridiculous is FPL Mate came up with some crazy stuff at the start of the season. It was all kind of like crazy. Cool stats, but it, he was new on the scene. Um, but he's sitting at like uh, 81 in the world, I think. 
84 okay. or something like and i'm just like that's so obviously he's very happy but it's i'm trying to pay more attention to him but there's a what he's he's actually reflecting what a, the other let's talk fpl is talking about because they're sort of going things like keep in Buemo and tony because obviously i think that's more because they're budget enablers but they keep talking about their underlying stats are good but I'm like what good is underlying stats if they don't actually finish um and then they're sort of concentrating on there and it's funny looking at how much all these youtubers repeat each other because then they're going let's look at the top 10 to 50k and what is their template teams compared to the overall template teams because there must be a new website that's promoting the style of template teams so they just give it away for free i guess that's generally how these things happen <clears throat> yeah so it's interesting looking at though that the idea of what the template is and it's not far off my team these days, which I, I do typically follow the template, but it's more going, they're also discussing, well, what are your differentials? Because obviously you're not doing it with your Salah, you, you're not doing it with like your James or your Chilwell or both, which is what you have. So what are they going to be and, and what's worthwhile? I mean, do you, do you think you follow the template closely uh, or do you, because I know you, you generally do look for differentials quite a lot when our discussions. Well, my, when you look at the template, my team is very template. Mm. Um, and that's something which I'm, I'm happy about was because it became, it's, it's a template now. Like people are trading to get my team. I mean, yes. you know, like, I mean, the back line. You're actually always bang on it pretty much other than yeah. your bench, which is your differentials because well, that's Armstrong, exactly. well, most people live Livermenter now, but Foster and Armstrong. And they've actually scoring for you on your bench. Yeah. Like Armstrong is what? 3%. He was, when I owned him, he was like 2%. So he's gone up from scoring that goal and from getting the assist the week before. And he's obviously got a good fixture this week against Norwich. So he's one of my differentials. Um, Gray is still a differential with, at 15%. Um, and then like James, when I had James, he was a differential. Like he's now 21%. But I mm -hmm. had James at like 7%. It was ridiculous. And obviously when I got him in, he didn't do much and I benched him for his 21 points. But the fact that I've made, you know, I've nearly made 0.5 off him in money. It's, it's, you know, it's good. So, um, and Foden's another one, you know, I, I jumped on Foden before he started going up. What was Foden? I remember we talked about it the other day. It was like, he was like six or 7% and now he's 15%. Yeah. So I think I'm just getting the players, you know, been a bit fortunate about getting them early enough and catching their holes. Like obviously I'll be in a completely different situation if I had if I had played James when he got 21 points. Like I would possibly be in the top. I look at it now and 21 points. I think I'm four points inside the top 10K. So or three points inside the top 10K. Another 21 Which points. Which is how, how fine the margins are. Yeah, when if I had 21 points about... added onto my score from you know two weeks ago, I could be possibly in the top 2K easily, you know? Mm. So it just shows there's a minor... And that's, it. And, and that's why the other side is how far do you stray from the template to get the differentials when that is a risk? Because yeah, exactly. You, if it doesn't pay off because you decide to play Armstrong, then you drop, you're dropping out by another yeah. 20,000 that could go the other way, that kind of thing. Yeah, 100%. Now, um, I use, when you when it comes to templates and stuff like that, I use a, um, 
it's I guess it's a tool essentially, which I don't know if you know about. It's called LiveFPL.net. Have you ever used that before? No, I've heard him talk about it. Yeah, so it's really good. It's been big, big promotion this this season. Oh yeah, it's been around for a while. It's really good. So it's pretty much you um during all the game week. I mean the F the official Premier League um fantasy Premier League site have started to do it now. Where if you notice this year compared to last year, where they're like updating your overall ranks and stuff after each game, essentially, or after Mm. each day. Well, before it was only updated after each round, and they've kind of taken off the basis of live FPL where they obviously have a formula and, and, you know, an algorithm where it works out. It gives you all these stats where, for instance, with my team, it tells me um, what the top 10K averaged, you know, what the overall average is. And then it's like, there's like legendary managers as well, which are like managers that finished in like the top thousand or or something like that, what they would have averaged. And then it tells you stuff like, you know, um, what um, your safety score is. Um, it, it'll tell you like what you need to score each game week for, for this game week to, to keep your rank or to have a green arrow. And then it tells you, yeah, so for instance, right now it says, so my points, it goes, my game week 11 points was 69. The safety score was 61 points. So for me to hold rank, I need to score more than 61 points. And then it tells me I'm three points off the top 10K. And then it also says stuff like um, your old rank, what change percentage you had. So, you know, I've had a 37% change in my rank. And then it would tell, then it gives you something which is really interesting is what, you know, what I'm trying to lean back to what you're talking about templates is it gives you a template rating where it bases on all the teams and it tells you exactly what your rating out of 100 is, you know, out of 100% template. Now, for me, my template rating is 85%. Which according to fifty seven percent, yeah. So according to Live FBL is very template, and yours we consider mm. to be, you know, not very template fifty seven, because that's good. So what you have there is, it shows exactly where we are, in comparison to ranks, because, you know, obviously the template normally does better because of where we are currently, because the template is always based on past results, and because you have only half the template. It makes sense why those differentials that you have just aren't paying off where you are ranked. Yeah, so it just yeah. comes down to, you know, players like for you, Vardy is one that's a big letdown for you. You know, you brought him in when Lukaku got injured and has he done anything since you brought him in? I don't even think he scored a goal or an assist. And then another one's Ronaldo, you know, how, how he's been and, you know, we've, we've both got gray. So yeah. yeah. And Pinnock, like he's had one kind of one good week since i'm talking That's about cool since yeah since it the wild points card, out essentially. to you it points out to you like which ones are your differentials yeah and they could boost rank but yeah it's literally on fernandez pinnick tiago silver and gray for me who yeah are exactly performing. exactly so or rather not performing. yeah that's a good it's a good um i don't know i find live fpl it just kind of it plants your feet and you can kind it of look at it. Simplifies things, yeah. Well, not there. It kind of just it it kind of guides you to where your team's at currently, and you know, it's just it's an easy stat. You know, you just look at the stats, bang. You don't have to just. Obviously, you have your team. You have your just the points that are in front of you. But with live FBL, it'll tell you what everyone else is doing, and that's you know really beneficial. So. And the other thing is, it also has 
Perth to Den Passar flights for $620. So if you just want to click on the ads, you can just book flights. Yeah. Well, I hope, um, I hope Den Passar <laughs> is still, um, still running okay because that's, uh, that's expensive. <laughs> but, um, yeah, especially yeah. for us. Um, so how did you feel after this? Obviously, 47 points. I, have, I had a look at our mini league and it was, um, yeah. Not a good well, week I, in the I look league. at Live FBL and I look, I feel depressed, you know? Like, <laughs> I was feeling all right before this. Was, yeah, so you Live FBL, did Live FBL obviously tell you how much Live of a, it says how much of a rank chase you took? You yeah. suck. Uh, yeah, it tells me down 400. No, no, that's down. What was the percentage? Um, there we go. Change. Negative thirty-seven point nine five percent. Yeah, right. So I went up yeah. about thirty-seven percent, and you went down thirty-seven percent. Oh, you stole my percentage, you mm. bastard. Which you know, I mean, <clears throat> I feel like last week was a good week to have a bad week, and this week was kind of a week where if you had another bad week, you can see why a lot of people are wild carding. Mm. But see, I did good the week before. Exactly, you did. You did. So. It's 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 interesting trying to like I I like to find and that's why we love Salah to find the consistent players but I haven't been chasing that this season mm. and that's where I sort of review differences between last season and this season and you're doing and, and a, you're doing everything right like you you made two really good transfers this week and they paid off like James and Smith Rowe both returned for you you took a minus four to do it so it's an aggressive move which is good I mean even though you got a rank drop. I mean, let's be honest, you would have had Marcel. You probably wouldn't have played him. You probably would have played Livermento. And you would have had, who was the other player that you had for Smith Rowe? Townsend. Townsend. Who probably would have only got three as well. Three points. But let's be honest, you might have, because you were talking about rolling, right? You were thinking about it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you I don't think I would have ended up, I would have ended up training myself. Yeah. So you probably would have just got James. So, man, that minus four was definitely worth it because. James would have got you seven points, but you would have only got three points from Smith Rowe. So yeah. you would have got exactly the same score. <laughs> three, three points from Townsend, yeah. You would have, but you, you would have got 44 points. More, at the end of the day, I'm more set up now. Yeah, exactly, because you have those two players in now. Yeah. So, so four points set up for a better fixture run and can concentrate in the future because the reverse is depressing. Cool, moving on. You... Oh, well, no, no, no. Let's, let's move on to what you said before about international break. What, what were you saying? So you watched a few of the highlights? Do you watch Harry Kane's nine goals? What, what's going nah, on? I watched, I watched absolutely nothing. You've seen nothing? Have you watched no, the highlights? Because last time we spoke, you were like, no, nah, we didn't talk about it. And I'm like, okay. Like, we're just well, doing podcasts. I've, okay. seen, I've seen the highlights. Like, obviously, I, it's pretty hard to run away from the, the Kane train currently. It's everywhere. And um, yeah, the discussions around him or Son. Well, yeah. Is there, so you haven't been influenced by anything that's happened the last two weeks? Uh, look, it's, I would like to see more, but it's hard to go past Son's price point if you're going to go with that, whilst keeping a close eye on the potential for attacking wingbacks. Mm. And the discussions around Regulon versus Emerson Royale. So Tottenham is essentially what you've discovered from the international break, or is that just from Conte? That's just from what I'm listening to on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. 
influences, if you will. So nothing like turning your head like with, you know, Gallagher or, um, you know, the news about Robertson. Um, well, I guess he, Robertson? Oh, Robertson got injured. Did he? Yes. Huh. Did not yep. know about that. Mind so you, Robertson- I, I do have the uh, team news opened up. I just have not looked over it. Yeah. All. So apparently he came off last night for Scotland um, with what looks like a hamstring injury. So it'll be interesting to see what happens because that will then make young Greek god man Simakas um, relevant again. again, who is now 3.9. Wowie. Mm-hmm. So he's one that's kind of just thrown a spanner in the works because, well, look, I'll just tell you what I've been thinking, right? The last two game weeks, I mean, these last two weeks, I've been thinking like you about Son and Kane, but I've also been thinking about Jota. And Jota's been one yes. that has been on my mind for a while, ever since Fernando got injured again. And with the news that Mane now might have a little slight rib injury, there's huge potential that Jota could play all the way up until Mane and Salah go to the African Cup of Nations, mm-hmm, which, which means on, they should be on all of our radars. Yes, which means that Jota could be, you know, playing in that Firmino role for a while till Firmino comes back. But then when Firmino's back, Mane and Salah leave, so Jota will probably play on the wing. So I'm thinking for 7.5, Jota could be you know, a nice little um, differential, even though I don't think he's that lowly owned. Um, should have a look, actually. I know he's 7.5, but I don't think he's owned by too many, maybe 15%. Um, he's, he really is a fantastic price point. 12.6%. Yes. Because he's, it's, he's in the same boat as Foden. Well, he's playing as a striker. Mm-hmm. He's playing in the Firmino role. And the thing is, a lot of people have jumped on when Firmino first got injured, but he didn't do much. Like, he obviously got an 11-pointer against United um, with a couple of assists. I think, I know he got one assist and a goal. But before that, he didn't really do much. He's only had, besides the start of the season in game week one, game week two, where he scored, he didn't do much until game week six, where he got another goal. And then it's game week nine. So he's only had four attacking returns and he's played 10 games. So this could be the time, especially with Liverpool's fixtures for the next, you know, 10 game weeks. Fucking even more, bro. They have a beautiful run all the way to game week 26. It's really nice. The only two hard games they have is probably Chelsea and uh, I wouldn't even consider Everton a hard game. Chelsea is probably the only hard game that they have to game week 26. And, you know, with, like I said, with African combinations and Firmino being injured, I think the boys, the um, Salah and Mane, they leave like, like game week 17 or 18. So that's only four or five game weeks away. But and am I right in saying last season when they left? They didn't they leave. Struggled a bit. They didn't? No, no. The African Cup of Nations happens every two years or so. So, yeah, I just um, remember the last one in Liverpool. I feel like Liverpool struggled from memory. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, it's been a while since they've had no Salah and no Mane. Um, 
and you know they're probably only going to miss a couple of weeks let's be honest but it will be but very interesting and are we jumping off seller well seller will be late yeah i'll be getting rid of seller after cover nations for sure so will everyone because he's going to be going and he's going to be out of the team for two or three weeks that's 13 mil yeah exactly you're not benching that so and then you watch he'll get traded out and you watch his rank I mean, his price just plummet because yeah. everyone's getting rid of him. Down to twenty. He'll still be no. Nah, he'll still be at fifty percent. You watch, <laughs> people will hold him. <laughs> but yeah, so Jota is the um, the word that's you know on my lips at the moment. This two game weeks, Kane, Kane and Sun have been on and off, but you know, it wasn't until really last night hearing about Kane. Like you know, I don't know if you know, but he kicked four goals last night. Um, mm. <laughs> so he kicked four goals last night and two nights ago kicked three. So, seven goals. It's yeah. It's hard to ignore. <laughs> I mean, sure, they're against minnow teams, and I'm talking minnow, unless, you, minnow unless you're me and you're just not paying any attention, and it's very yeah, easy to ignore. Exactly. But, yeah. So if you're, uh, I was originally attention. in your. Um, I mean, it's Albania. So yeah, and the other one was fucking, but fuck, oh, I forgot what it was. Something even worse. But yeah, they were. They lost 10 0, Kane. Liverpool, I mean, it's not Liverpool, fuck. England beat them 10 0. So, yeah, just shows you that um, Kane can score goals and he hasn't forgotten. But yeah, that's trying to change my mind where Kane's like, you know, maybe he, maybe I do want to get Kane of a son. I don't know. But anyway, what's your thoughts on Tottenham? Well, like, because this is the week people are going to start making movements. So to me, if I was going to do it, I'm, I'm at this turning point where I'm like... San Marino. We, Sorry. Yeah. San Marino is who they beat 10-0. I think Son's the one I would go for, mm. um, even though he's not on pens. And, and that can be a big difference for having Kane. But it's what is the cost? Because there's two, two mil difference there, roughly. And I, I look at it and I see your team structure compared to mine. And it makes sense that you get Son because you have Ronaldo. Because mm. there's no way you're getting rid of Ronaldo, especially with this coming the game week. Yeah, the coming ones. Yeah, because it makes no sense. And you wouldn't be able to afford both of them. So Son is the... Well, I'm, I'm the master at fitting in three big hitters, but well, clearly <laughs> that is not the thing to do. Clearly not. I failed that. <laughs> yeah. You're better off having the flexibility. So and that's where I think it maybe it isn't Son right away, but I, I'm looking at downgrading Vardy this week to enable a stronger midfield. Yeah. Is it something where you thought possibly... Roll a transfer this week to kind of have that well, flexibility. Because the other side is Vardy has Chelsea and then yeah. has Watford. So then I'm keeping Vardy yeah, for longer. I see, I see what you're saying. When I'm not happy with Vardy, like three blanks. So would Vardy be the one that you would just kind of turn him into a ship pusher, like just a cheap four mil? Or I don't you... know. I haven't gone that far because I've been looking at, all right, who do I want in midfield upgrading mm. Gray to um, where Gray... You could turn Gray into a Jutta. You know what I mean? By downgrading yeah, a well, party. I, 
that's exactly right. And that's mm. a two-week process, which is fine. But then do I want to keep Tiago Silva? So I've like I've put together a watch list mm. for each of the positions. And like the let me bring up my Excel spreadsheet. So just to run through, I, I mean I already have some of these players because it's my players and my watch list, because obviously I like to compare them on the same spreadsheet. Yeah. So obviously the top of my defenders that I don't own is Chilwell, Regulon, Shaw. Emerson are you, are you sure about Shaw? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a it's a watch list because it's a watch and see. Yeah. It's not yep. a top of watch list because you want to get them all the time. It's more just just yeah. like we saw what he did really last season. You know, yeah, and what and what he around. did at the start it of the might season not be. as well. Yeah. Mm, for a short while. Mm. Versus Thiago Silva is at the bottom of that watch list because I'm also watching my players in comparison to the other ones. Yeah. So there's not a lot there, and obviously two of those are Tottenham wingbacks well potential wingbacks um so yeah not sure there son kdb mane mount foden jota trossard cornet bowen there's talk about potentially bowen playing up front if antonio was to get injured which is an odd one well but- no, it doesn't even matter because bowen's bowen's dominating at the moment yeah it's absolutely he is. dominating like all right, here we go. So Bowen's last, ready? So this is his last scores. He's got a nine-pointer, 11-pointer, three-pointer, six, seven, five, and five. So for six million, right? He's six scored 6.3. Yeah, but he was six. He's going up. Yeah. So, so he's, yeah. Got, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six returns in his last seven games, which is... Yeah, ridiculous. It's just going under the radar completely. Yeah. Like... Pen Rush Ben Rama was doing that, and now it's just all been it's all Bowen and Fornals. They're just yeah, yeah. yeah. And at that good. price point, like it's easy because he's he's doing what Rafinha's doing. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're so, scoring the goals. And Fornals is another one. Like his last two game weeks, it's been ridiculous, you know, 12 pointer and a six pointer, and he's only six mil, 2.2% mm, owned. So there's value just, in midfield. Yeah, and that's that's why I'm looking to change there, because that's where I realized my mistake was from the wild card that I was been stuck in. And then up front, it's Kane's top of the list, but obviously the most expensive other than Ronaldo, who I have. Then Vardy, Antonio. So then the ones I'm considering, who are the cheaper options, are Wilson, Jimenez, not too keen on Tony. King's stats are good, but it's obviously friendly, gets the ball to his feet. Um, and Huang and Rodrigo are at the bottom of that list, so... It's not nicer, not as nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's just a watch list I just chucked together today just based on the next five game weeks and, and based on what potential, like the whole, what their stats are expected to be overall, where midfield's the key points maker. And obviously I can fit in a nice mid-priced. Um, I think a lot of people are looking at Son or Kane with potentials because let's face it, Tottenham have underperformed what you'd expect them to be. Um, obviously some nice clean sheets early on the season, but we all know the powerhouse that Kane should be and we all expect them to be this season. Yeah. I mean, I understand why everyone's jump on the Tottenham assets because they do have, you know, the fixtures look, they look promising for the next three or four game weeks. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know. Um, it takes you. You kind of got to learn to you got to learn to crawl before you can walk, you know. And that's what I think Conte is currently doing. And I, and I don't think it's going to be like this game week. You know, a lot of a lot of talk is get these Tottenham's of players in these assets now for the for their run of you know it's Leeds, Burnley, Brentford, and Norwich, which is really good. But I feel that. One more game week. I just want to see how they go because you know, let's be honest. The last yeah, it's, the last it's game they played, see, in my opinion as well. They they didn't score, you know, and you know, sure. Spurs, and and, and Kane isn't surrounded by the England squad. Yeah, exactly. And you they're know? not playing Albania. So. Exactly, exactly. The talent is completely different, and that's probably where you think Son's got more of a chance of getting those returns because. He does a lot more, you know. He he's more direct, and he's he kind of runs and dribbles with the ball. And while Kane's a little bit more, he has to kind of be the playmaker as well to just get a touch. Essentially, has to drop deep. But yeah, I feel for my team, I'm going to wait on those Tottenham assets for one more game week. As much as if I had the money, which so this is the thing, right? With my team. Originally, I had the exact money to go Gray down to a 4.4 midfielder and then Armstrong up to Kane. And I would have had exact money. But then Kane went up money as soon as... Kane went up money before game week 11. So Mm. as soon as the Conte stuff happened, as soon as all this news, everyone was like, oh, get Kane in for the Everton game. And they did, and he went up 0.1. So he's now 12.2. And he hasn't gone up since. It's been nearly two weeks and he hasn't gone up since, which is crazy. Like people are still a little bit reluctant getting in Kane. Like more people are getting in. Um, I was listening to a podcast today and they were saying more people are getting in um, Adam Armstrong and, oh, that was another one. Fuck, the name escapes me. But it was like like a proper dud. Like they were getting him in over over Kane, which was just like, what? Which what, it would have been a enabler. Assume well, just someone who's low, who's you know, oh, I've forgotten who it was. I'll I'll try and remember, but um, it just it's just because Kane's price point, he needs to return, and he hasn't mm. shown that yet for Tottenham. And even with Conte, until we see something, you know, Son's different. Son's a different kettle of fish. He he's can score every time, but you know, Kane's the one that can haul big time. And when he's when he's on, he, he's on. And everyone's kind of hoping that that happens soon. But, you know, even against Leeds at home, I, I don't know, I could still see it being, I don't see them scoring 5 0. Do you, Kane? I don't see it being a 5 0 to Tottenham. I see it possibly I, I think being a, a 2 1. Yeah, I it's definitely. So you're waiting to see as well on Tottenham assets then? Yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah. I think you need to be cautious because typical of this season is once everyone starts talking about it, then it end, usually ends up being what everyone's talking about. And I completely like, understand it, why people are talking about it because this is Kane, you know, who was up there with like second highest scorer last year, wasn't he? Uh, behind yeah, Salah. I think he was. I think he or was. the highest? Golden for a little bit and then yeah. Yeah, got overtaken. And, you know, this is his worst start to a Premier League season to date. So it's all up Yeah, normally it's here. just August that he's bad. Yeah. Like, and it's the not, last two yeah. seasons and now it's, it's this normally, far this year. Exactly. It's, it's based on potential it's like the sky's the limit essentially with Kane. So we're hoping it happens sooner rather than later, but yeah, he's, 
like if if I didn't get that price change, I probably would have done it, man. I probably would have done it. I would have gone bang, used both the trades, but because it it means a little bit more surgery in my team, probably a minus four or getting rid of someone who I don't want to get rid of. And you know, I'm not going to do it yet. So, but I guess we should possibly move on to what our plans are for game week 12 then buddy yes what are you looking at doing well because you got the double yeah i know i've got the double but it's going to be a boring answer because with me i look at my team and i'm struggling to find weakness um and obviously there's one and that's gray and that's like i said earlier he will be one that will go but other than that, Two. who are you thinking? That is undecided. Undecided. There is two ways of going about this. I'm waiting for team news. So yeah. essentially, how I'm going to line up, right? So this is I'm going to might as well just jump straight into this. The way I'm lining up is I'm actually going to line up as a four-three-three this week. So I've looked looked through my team, and I'm just like, I just don't see any real weakness. You're going to play Armstrong. Well, yes. after the other week. Yeah. I'm finally going to yeah. play Armstrong after I've benched both his attacking returns. And because it's Norwich, and because, you know, the news is that Broha is still injured. So, and I think it's his spot. I think it's going to be Adams and Armstrong up front again. And because it's Norwich, even though, you know, they've got a new manager and everything, I still, I think I have to do good by him and, and play him because he's done everything right on the bench. Um, and yeah. So you so, heard it here first. He's scoring nothing this week, everyone. Well, if he is well, <laughs> if he is scoring nothing, that's fine by me. It's easier for me to get rid of him next week because yeah. obviously his run gets a bit harder. So he gets, he's got Liverpool the week after. So he's definitely getting rid going. And also I've got a bit of hope that he's might go up a bit of money because people are buying him and I lost point 0.1 on him. So I'm hoping that he goes back to point 0.6. I mean, 6 mil which would be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm playing um, Ramsdale and goal, obviously, against Liverpool, which I'm fine with because he just, he knows how to make saves and that's fine, especially with Liverpool having a bit of a, you know, injury-riddled last couple of, you know, weeks. They could be nowhere near at full strength. So I, I give Arsenal a chance. You're not um, going to play Foster against a pretty poor United <laughs> team? No, because... It's Watford. <laughs> and, you know, let's be honest, Foster only scored those points because he saved a penalty. And I don't think he's going to be able to save a penalty against Ronaldo. Fernandez. Um, no, Fernandez. He just Fernandez. misses the bar, so it's not a penalty <laughs> safe. <laughs> he doesn't get points for that. <laughs> so I back, I do back United to score, definitely, against Watford. Um, and, yeah, Ramsdale's done everything right. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I just... You know, I learned the hard way that just don't bench, just don't bench your, your number one goalkeeper. You know, there's no point rotating them. You just keep him there for the reasons, the reason you got him in. So I'm just playing him every week. Um, but the, this next part means, obviously, it could be injured, but that means you're not playing Livermento against Norwich. Ah, you're already trying to guess my team, eh? Let me let me read don't it let out. Me and guess I'll it. <laughs> so based on my four defenders. Who would you bench out of all of them? Well, 
not a yellow flag Livermento. The good, well, because if he doesn't play, he doesn't play. But it's the equivalent of if Chua doesn't play, Livermento comes off the bench. Exactly. So either way, you win. I think. I think Chelsea. It's just the way they're playing and the way they set up. It's so hard for them. I mean, obviously, Burnley scored that like late, late goal, but it's just way too. It's too much of a risk to bench one of those boys. I have to play Chilwell and James. And especially against Leicester, who have been average, let's be honest. I think, yeah, they've done nothing wrong. Chilwell and James can score at any moment, just like just like Cancelo and, and Trent. I have to play all three. I mean, all four, sorry. So, yeah, Liveramento is the one that's going to be um, on the bench. Um, and then my midfields, I've got three, which is, I haven't played three before, for this season anyway. So, can you guess the three I'm playing? That'll be interesting to see if you can guess this. Mm, that's a hard one because although, like I said, I don't like Brentford assets and Buemo against Newcastle is pretty nice. Yeah, definitely. So I'm guessing you're doing Salah, Foden, Rafina. No, I'm benching Rafina. What? Yep, yep. Who are they so, playing that cause you to do that? Tottenham, Tottenham away. away. And the only reason I'm benching Rafina is because it's Conte's Tottenham, which means defensively a lot more mm-hmm. solid. And mm-hmm. as you can see with Everton, you know, they could score. I mean, I still rate Leeds attacking. They can still score goals. But yeah, I think with Conte, it's all about shoring up his, his defense first and then letting the rest work itself out. So... I, I'm honestly backing, you know, if 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 Leeds do score, it'll probably only be one goal. And they're probably going to do their, their best to try and shut down Rafina. So he's on my bench. Um, yeah, so I'm playing Foden, Embuemo, Salah. And then up front, the three big boys. So Armstrong finally gets a shot. Antonio and Tony, because they all have really good fixtures. Mm, mm-hmm. And I just can't see... Yeah, I can't see me. I mean, if I was to play Rafina, I just don't know who I'd bench for. You know, I mean, if I if I had some news that would Armstrong... you consider playing five at the back? Uh no. Always going to play my attacking players over my defensive players. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I'd play. Yeah, so if Armstrong for some reason, if I found out he wasn't going to play, I would play. Rafina over Livermento. So if I do make if I, if I do get Jotter in this week, I would probably play Jotter um, ahead of Armstrong. So I'd play a 4-4-2 and I'd bench Armstrong because I think Jotter's fixtures against Arsenal, but that's another reason. Like, it's another reason why I probably won't get Jotter in because I think Arsenal was actually quite a hard game. Mm. Um, I think it could only be like a one or two nil, or you know, who knows? It could be a nil all, it could be the one week with Salah Blanks. Um, so yeah, I'm probably not going to go that route. I'm probably going to go more towards downgrading Gray to have the extra money to possibly turn Kane, um, to get Kane in or Son, you know, because I do have money in the bank, you know, I've got. Um, five mil in the bank currently. Jeez, I know. 
<laughs> but you look at my team and it's like, who do I? This is the problem. Yeah, I need to spend it's, this it's, money. It's a wait and see. It's a wait and exactly. see. Exactly. And I need to spend this, this money because it's too much money to have in the bank. You're right. But um, yeah, and that's why I can use that money to get Kane in. I mean, it's like I keep saying it. Like if, if, if Kane did go out money, I, w- I probably would have got him in, you know, already. So yeah, man, I'm probably going to downgrade Gray to a 4.4. And it'll be just like, just you know, bench fodder, just sitting there doing nothing, just to gain me some money. And then, do you know what the plan is for your money? Like, like you keep an eye on Tottenham. You didn't. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be really give me your thoughts on the wing backs at Tottenham. Like you've talked about, he'll firm up the defence. But what was your opinion on? Honestly, the wing backs at Tottenham, yeah. I have no interest currently because. If I was to get a win back for Tottenham, it would just give me a massive headache because I'd have to get rid of one of my five defenders who... Yeah, true. Oops. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously down the track, I'd probably sacrifice one of my Chelsea ones because, you know, Chelsea's fixtures do get a little bit trickier. I mean, they're still really good, but they've got United and West Ham coming up, which aren't the easiest games, but they're not hard either. But when it gets to about game week 20, when they have... Liverpool and City, it's a bit different, but yeah, I mean, ideally, if I was to get one of those boys in, because there's a, you know, there's a chance I could, because you know, if if they start doing what essentially Chilwell and James are doing, I want to jump on it for the fixtures. But yeah, like you know, all my defenders are wing backs, essentially. I mean. Mm-hmm. Alec Trent, you might as well be a midfielder and Cancelo might as well be a striker. So it's like, you know, I have no reason. And Livermento is the same. Like, I have no reason to get rid of any of those boys because I can just see me getting Regulon in and getting rid of Chilwell and then Chilwell bangs in a goal and it's just like, for fuck's sake. So if it was, if it, when it comes to Tottenham, it's probably going to be more the attacking assets for now. But, you know, you're right. It's Conte and it's what he does. He, he defeats a defender, so... Yeah. Um, any other questions about my team? Um, no. You understand I, why I'm only making oh, the yeah. one trade? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Because obviously Armstrong, let's be honest, if Armstrong had not scored that goal, I probably would have been more inclined to sell him, but he's still got Norwich, you know? I could just see Southampton mm-hmm. getting a few goals there. Um, well, at least one, and it? Probably will come through there. Yeah, and and every, and, and everything, you know, this who like they still talk that Armstrong is actually on penalties because they haven't had a penalty yet. So that's another plus. But yeah, Armstrong will definitely go next week. I mean, you know, if going down the track, in theory, the plan is get rid of Gray this week, downgrade him to someone, you know, a four point four, and then going two two in and probably getting. And then what? You have like over six mil in the bank. <laughs> Yeah, and that's it. Getting Armstrong to Kane and then probably having, you know, well, I can't get Armstrong to Kane. So that's the thing because I'm 0.1 off. So if if Armstrong goes up money, I'll have exactly enough money. But let's be honest, Kane's probably going to go up again before the end of the game week. Yep. So it would mean I'd have to make another trade. And and you're happy with Tony? Well, like you said before, the underlying stats suggest but the, it's worth the underlying the whole... stats have been there the whole time, but I I don't think he's worth six point seven. 
like underlying yeah. stats that unless that's great where's the returns are, well, are they the getting returns are you happy with the returns he, he got a 12 pointer against wolves and he got a six pointer against aston villa so i feel that because he's got newcastle this week if there's a game that he can score it'll be this one because the Newcastle, I think, have the worst defensive numbers in the game currently, um, even worse than Norwich. So I would consider Tony to be a make or break this game week. So if he does nothing this game week, he's obviously comes into a bit of a tricky run where he's got Everton, Spurs and Leeds, and he would be someone but it's probably going to be in Buemo. It might be in Buemo. I might have to hold Tony only because he's on, on penalties, mm-hmm. but it'll probably be Armstrong and in Buemo if none of them do anything that I, w- I would probably go different. So, but you're right. Tony, I could easily get rid of because there's more, you know, money. Well, in and that Tony. gives you money for Kane. He's it does. Free. It does. But it also means I'm going to have to bring in someone to replace Tony. And we look at our forwards and who's there, you know? Like No, I just said Tony 2K. Oh, yeah, but Armstrong would be going as well. That's the thing. Uh, I, that means I'd have to get rid of two forwards. Armstrong's definitely going next week. He has to because of his fixtures. I mean, I could do Tony to Kane this week. Because I thought the plan was downgrading Gray to a four, so you've got six, so you can afford Kane because Tony's more expensive than yeah. Armstrong. So you'd keep Armstrong, but probably bench him. No, 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 I would, um, I'm not, I mean, I could bench Armstrong, but I, why would I bench someone that I can get, I can get like a, a Broha or someone like that for cheaper, you know, because Armstrong's, you know, he's six mil essentially. Well, the purpose here is to get Kane. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying I can get Kane by getting rid of Armstrong and getting rid of someone else. So you think Tony is worth it essentially? For this game week, yes. For this game week, yes. If he, can't, if he can't do anything this game week, I will have a decision to make between him and Mbuimo. Definitely. Yep, so let's wait and see. Yep. Yeah, it is. I mean, you're right. They're, they're not they're underperforming, even though the stats suggest that they should be. You're right. And they're, they're not doing terrible, but... Well, they're yeah. not doing what we paid for them, you know? I mean, but we paid fuck all for them, let's be honest. I mean, Tony, <laughs> obviously, 6.5. But Mbuimo, you know, we paid 5.5 mil for him. So you can bench him. You know. Well, considering Tony's, I think, on the same points or close to as Ronaldo. So, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> He's underperforming there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm, ha- I'm like, honestly, I think it'll be a 4 3 3 lineup. Um, and Gray is, yeah, 90% going to go to a, yeah, like a 4.4. If there was a 4.3 midfielder, I'd be jumping on him straight away because then I can get Kane. But, yeah. And then, yeah. The aim is to, uh, to get Kane or Son in next week, depending on how they play. So, yeah, that's me, man. How about you, buddy? What's your plans? So, I'm a wait and see because the, yeah, the talk about Vardy, I'm like, look, he's still got points, even though he's underperforming. So, I think I keep him, especially through the um Oh, so the, you keep Vardy, like you said. If you keep him, you have to keep him next week, right? Yeah, I'll probably keep him through to game week 16 because there's other players that if I downgraded him, it frees up funds to, to look at a Bowen and stuff like that, who, who has a good fixture swing, I believe, then. Um, he's, doing it. he's doing everything right now. 
What, what, um, how much money you got in bank? Uh, good question. I don't think there's a lot. 0.6. Yeah. So you couldn't, so you couldn't it's gamble not, it's not a lot. In. No, no. It's, and as I said, I'm, I'm going to wait on them anyway. I'm more likely. So yeah, I'm keeping Antonio because him and Vardy are, are still up there. I still have faith in, in him. Um, obviously still continuing with Ronaldo, keeping Salah. Only just got James and Smith rowing. So keeping on them. It's more and keeping Rafina. So it's more like, all right, the ones I'm keeping an eye on are Ben Rama, Gray, and Thiago Silva. And I'm not going to change my keeper. So my current setup is playing a 4 3 3 like yourself, ah. which is Fernandez at the back against Newcastle. Please, please get a clean sheet. <laughs> yeah, no uh, playing James Pinnock, Thiago Silva, and Livramento. Um, obviously, I still like. I like that Thiago Silva's playing and he's getting the six points, even though it's not expected that he continues to play and he will get rest at some points. And they do have Leicester, but he might not play or Livermento might not play, which would suck. And because my first bench is going to be Ben Rama against Wolves, I will end up getting him off for whichever one doesn't play. Interesting. So you, you're going to hold the patience with Ben Rama and Gray. Well, so my wait and see is on my transfer. I could transfer Gray, but I'll get to that in a second. So we're currently my midfield is Smith, Rose, Salah and Rafina, three hard fixtures. Mm-hmm. I was going to play Ben Rama against Wolves away instead of Smith, Rowe, but Smith, Rowe is in the better form. So I was like, play your attacking players. Um, and then Antonio Ronaldo, Vardy up top with Captain Salah. So what I'm considering with transfers and, and I'm tossing up is obviously still in mind, open to downgrading Vardy. Mm. Um, and that could be to Wilson. I could have a closer look at Jimenez or possibly Huang. Um, I don't think I would do a Tony Rodrigo or King who are at the bottom of my watch list alternatively there is gray and trying to plan to look at like Jota or potentially Foden with the Vardy downgrade but obviously that means Vardy first but this is about the next couple of weeks as well so I'm I'm trying to look further because I think since since my wildcard, which has been my issue, I've been locked into a strategy and then I've just been doing it week by week to counteract different crap going on. Whereas yeah. now I have freedom to plan ahead, but I have to be careful about it. So would I do uh, like, even like a greater Gallagher would be all right, even though it's cost me a, a meal. Oh, sorry, a point one. Um, that's potential there. So there's little tinkers for, for points, and, and I think, although I don't like the way Gallagher scores, he is returning. Um, Honestly, Kane, I just want to cut you off here. I am so grateful I'm not in your position right now because mm. you have so many potential trades this week. I'm just looking at your team. Yeah. Yep. And like with the difference between your team and my team is my team's kind of the trades obvious. With you, there's so many players you could easily get rid of this week and bring yes. someone else in. So. 
Yeah. Yep. Just thought I'd let you and know. And that's why, like, my, my <laughs> midfield watch list is, like, 15 people. So, yeah. Um, but but they're all around the same price point, but then I don't have, like, I have to free up funds. So it's, how am I doing that? Uh, and what I, the closer I look at Tiago Silva, which I think is what I'm leaning towards is like, he's a 5.5. Do I look at Regulon at five mil now and jump on that? Because yeah, that'll bring in five mil for an easy trade for a potential defensive Conte and he becomes the attacking player, even though there might be competition risk position. Um, how how much is um Royale? Four point nine. See, I would even just go Royale over him because of the well, price. Well, I think I think just because and, and they're both as risky as each other at the moment. They yeah yeah, but it's That's more. Which one? And and I mean this this is where I look at there there was I don't know which game week it was, but I said. Chelsea players are so ridiculously underpriced. And then I just, I jumped on bloody, I don't know who it was, and then changed it. Christensen. So, like, I got it so ridiculously wrong, even though yeah. I called it. And I'm like, I can't do this again with Tottenham. So, everything points to, well, at some point, will we be doing a Tottenham double up? Like, that's, yeah. I, I doubt we'll do double, but I mean, I, doubt I, you, I mean, double with Chelsea. I doubt you'd do double defense, but you definitely, I, I can see a Son and Kane combination for sure. And then possibly Regulon. So you could do a triple up in that, in that regard. But I think you, uh, there's no means to double up right now. I, think, I don't think. Oh, no, 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 not right now, but. No, no, I'm saying, but even down the track, like there's nothing yet. I mean, it obviously never say never, but. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't see it happening. Yeah. So because because that's an easy way to make 0.5 or 0.6, that might be a move and take a punt on the potential for Tottenham. And at least I'm ahead of the what it seems to be the talk around yeah. Conte's wing backs. And then that buys me a week, but then I'm still keeping Vardy for another week. Then am I considering Ronaldo, but he's going to have that good run after that so this, i feel like this week is very very important in your stream structure well i think it's important track. when i believe i'm going to be getting in jota so 0.5 only frees up a fraction of what i want when really this is the week you want jota versus if i'm not then well i don't know if it is the week you want jota because it's arsenal but i think you want jota down the track is what i'm suggesting like it's not the greatest fixture for him. But as soon as that Arsenal game's finished, he's got Southampton, you know? So it's like, and like I said, like this week, it's like, it's good to jump on him early because, you, you know, you're going to be on there. I mean. Well, because my point is that the talk's already started. When the talk's I know, already so there. If you were to get Jodder in. He's going to rise. You would get rid of Gray, right? Well, Ben Rama's and the same boat as Gray, and he's the higher price point. So really, I look at, if I did, oh, I think Tiago Silva's already dropped price. That sucks. Massive. 5.5, yeah. He's down to 5.4. So let me just... No, 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 he's 5.5. Oh, I think because of where I bought him, he's only going to... Oh, did you buy Silva at like 5.4? So let's look here. Yeah, so I miss out on point one. So maybe I have to go Emerson Royale, which is fine. Like, I think I preferred Regulon, but 
it is what it is. So let me just do a temporary thing in here. Emerson Royale. Yep. So, so essentially, Silver to Emerson Royale, and the next week, Ben Rama to Jota. And that gets Jota in for the Southampton game and, and they're on out. So that's potential there. And it still keeps the body for the Watford game. And um, although Ronaldo have Chelsea, it keeps him for Watford this week. So it's, it's an easy change to upgrade the midfield and still keep potential, but mm. you definitely, yeah, you, this is um, season defining. I reckon Kane. Well, so was my wild card. So yeah, but you get two of those. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> I feel like with this one, it's whoever you get rid of. It's not sorry. It's not who you get rid of. It's who you're going to hold, because they're everyone who I'm looking at in your team. If you hold Vardy, you're going to have to keep him for those fixtures, and you know you've just had him for those really good fixtures. And he's returned you two points, one point, and one point. So it's like it's the perfect time to get rid of him against Chelsea and don't even have to worry about those green fixtures because he could just burn you again. And he could be the one that you could downgrade and you know get that extra well, yeah, money. Like I would you'd keep him, I would keep him for Watford, but th- that's it. If if he can't return against Watford, then I could be having this conversation again in game week 14, just before and going. All right, who am I downgrading him to, and who am I upgrading Gray for? If if I don't change Gray, well, that's it. Because so, all right, quickly, just without any trades, what would your lineup be? Fernandez, James Pinnock, Thiago Silva, Livermento, mm-hmm. Smith Rowe, Salah, Rafina, Antonio, Ronaldo, Vardy. So you're benching Ben Rama against Wolves. I am okay because of Smith Rowe's form of late. Yeah, okay. And there wouldn't be a scenario where you wouldn't bench Vardy against Chelsea. Well, that's the same as saying benching Antonio against Wolves away. So... Well, no, not really, because Leicester have Chelsea and Antonio has Wolves. <laughs> like, it's Chelsea. That's, the, that's, the, that's my point, is like, you're, you're, you're trying to go, you're betting against both your... Chelsea defenders, like I don't know. I, looking at your team, I just think you have to get rid of Vardy, bro. Because if Vardy scores for you, you're losing two clean sheets. You know what I mean? It's just, it's one of those things where you kind of, mm-hmm. it just depends who you want to play. It's what, who, what, what's the maximum amount of points you want? You know, because obviously, great Vardy scores, but then, you know, you just got two two pointers from your Chelsea defenders. Yeah, which, when you say it like that, you're right. Yeah, would is he going to score? You're kind of betting against yourself. It's Look weird. Form, mm. he's he's got a terrible form. So it's like exactly. But then, and that's that's what I worried about was well, who am I going to? Like that gives me eleven point three to spend, and I just don't. I look at the Fords and I'm like, oh, I'm not happy with anyone. It's probably a Wilson or a Jimenez. Exactly, and this is where. I've been thinking, which I didn't talk about before, but it might be time to move to the two striker method, you know, and just yeah. having having one of that shit pushes on your bench, just of literally a four mil. Um, actually, I don't think they get to that. Don't get to four mil. I think it's four point five. Um, striker on your bench, like you, you know, it, it's 
perfect. Just someone who just sits there and does nothing and sits at, you know, your bench three. Because there's no strikers that are really hitting out of the park. The ones that are, you know, we kind of have. It's Antonio is really the one. Ronaldo's going to hopefully be good. And and the good thing about Ronaldo is if Kane starts flying off the chain, you can just turn him straight into, into Kane, Ronaldo. That's what's good about it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it gets harder when they're both doing really well. But, you know, I just don't think there's a need to have three strikers at the moment. Well, and that's that's what I said about, I burnt myself with Ronaldo and Lukaku. The mm. value is in the midfield. It's crazy reasons. how, yeah, you look at, you know, you look at six weeks ago and three strikers was awesome, Antonio, Lukaku, Ronaldo. And now it's like, do we even need a striker? You know, it's like, it's just all about midfield now. So I feel like, you know, with your team, I feel like you can play a three-five-two this week, and be very happy with it. Um, I would, I would bank Ben Rama against Wolves, man. I think he could fucking kill it. I mean, he hasn't done much, but West Ham, bro. I mean, let's be honest. He got an assist only two week, two game weeks ago. You know, against Aston Villa, he got an assist. So it's not like he hasn't scored. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like if I was in your position, I would probably just downgrade Vardy to a a crab to, to a four and a half and yeah. and play Ben Rama. Yep. And then you can, you know, start grade gray the start, following week. Yeah. Maybe. And that's it. And turn gray. I mean, you could play gray this week or you could like, I mean, it gets, it is against man city. So maybe mm. you play, you know, live Romento. Well, that's what you were doing anyway, uh, weren't you? The hard thing is like the, the, the stats aren't terrible but it's mm. the way he was playing the positioning he was getting into oh yeah and the same he's got, with ben yeah. before. gray's got city as well so you don't want to play him so you probably would go what you'd go james pinnick silver livermento smith rowe salah rafina ben rama and tony ronaldo that's what you would do because that's that's, yeah. that's perfect for those fixtures but i can understand because you know if you <sighs> Yeah, I know, I know. It just means you kind of well, and and that also play like that does play into because I look at Thiago Silva and if he had got injured, he would be on fifty one points if if those because the games he was yeah um, uh, yeah out for considering it's Chelsea and expected clean sheets would have been six points each. So he had on twelve points. I'm like, so that puts him right up there if he played and. When he does play, they are getting the points. So it's like, okay, do do I hang on to him? Because all the stats say don't, but he is getting game time. He is getting the clean sheets. He is playing 90 minutes. There's very few games when he does come off um, if it's not for that injury. So, hmm. Yeah. Hard try. But, and that's why I think it's a wait and see. Think about it some more. Because I've only really spent today actually having enough time to, yeah. to run over everything. Because that's it. Like, yeah, like like I said, it's definitely a hard decision for you because obviously there's merit to get rid of Gray. You know, there's merit to get rid of Tiago Silva. There's merit to get rid of Ben Rama and Amadi as well. You know, you, there's definitely plenty of moves that you can make. But I think because Amadi's four mil, I think you just keep him. You just keep him oh, because yeah. he's getting his cameras. And, and there's talk that he's going to get more game time. So yeah, exactly. I think it's more wait and see. What have we got? A Saturday night. So, and I've... I've got Friday off, so I've got all day to bloody tinker and it'll be a it's headache, definitely, but... Yeah, it's definitely promising to know that after a bad game week, you haven't knee-jerked early and pulled 
you know, pulled the trades out early and you've actually gone, you know what? I had a bad game week, but I'm still trusting, you know, well, the team. The weird, the weird thing is, like, I, I still, even with the four-point hit, scored above average, but yeah, obviously majority did better than me, so I dropped yeah. points. So I think it's, in retrospect, it's like the over, the overall rank doesn't matter until the final game week. Yeah, exactly. And it's, that's it. There's no point ripping your team over. Yeah. How are you positioned going yeah. forwards? So, and that's why you just got to refresh and go, well, what are my options? What's the best option over the coming game weeks and, and long-term? And I, I want to spend some time on Friday when, when I get time changing how I look at my season and actually going, all right, where are the good fixture on? That's why I want to concentrate on that 16 game swing, game week 16, because yeah. there's like two or three teams where it's very nice. And I'm like, all right, I don't normally do that. I'm not a fixture player more than five weeks ahead. What if I start looking at the teams that have good fixture runs and then obviously the talismans within those teams or the, the better field points? Because so, that's what you look at more so than me, or at least you do at the start of the season. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think you've got time. You've got a few more days to sort out your team. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously... I'm just, sort of, I'm just sort of taking stock of my management style and going, yeah. what are my shortfalls? What are my strengths? Where can I be better? Because mm. you even like another potential trade, if you were to go real maverick, you could, you know, take a minus four and get Kane in, which would be massive. I mean, obviously it's Leeds, but he just scored seven goals in two games. It's uh well, and <laughs> it forms I mean, a it's, thing. <laughs> it's me we're talking about, and like, like I'm the I'm the I'm the one guy out of maybe one other person in our how many people are in our mini league twenty who did Salah, Ronaldo, and Kane. I'm the guy that takes the huge risks, and yeah, yeah I'm still positioned all right. So, well, that's the thing. Like you, I look at it, and you, all you need is like what a bit under two mil to get to Kane, and you could do that. By downgrading silver, turn silver into a point a, a simicast, for instance. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! I know three point nine, which is what I which what I did. Have you got it on your phone? Could you do this? You went, I've, I've already looked at it. Oh my god! Can you do simicast three point nine and Vardy the cane? Does that work? Do you have enough yeah, money? Mate. And it's yeah, mate. Yeah, in the bank. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. But I would Holy wait. Crap. I mean, obviously that's a minus four, and you know Liverpool might. I mean. All reports suggest that Robertson's definitely out for this game. That's what I've heard. It's just about how long he's out for. But one um, game trade is dangerous. Mm. Yeah. And then obviously it also does make, well, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. But then, but then I'm sense. still looking at oh, mate, bloody it downgrading opened. gray. And yeah, I but it opens up your rather. team. Because how much money did you say you had in the bank? 0. 0.6. 0. 0.6 again. Yeah. So you had. can then turn gray into a, um, Gallagher next week. But see, I'm locked into if Robertson comes back, I'm locked into three at the back, James Pinnick and Livermento, which is fine because which is fine. I mean, I'm back in the boat when I had Lukaku. <laughs> exactly, but that's fine. Livermento is. It, it, <laughs> I mean, a... might as well double down on the strategy that didn't work the first time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, oh, obviously, fuck. it's one of those one of those things where you could go either way. You know, you could be more conventional. And just downgrade Vardy, or you can, you know, be Maverick and turn him into Kane. But yeah, I mean, let's be honest. That minus four, it didn't work out badly for you. It actually worked out well. So who's, who's it to was say Kane? Average. It Kane. worked out average, considering well, yeah. I'm sitting at 
450, yeah, but that was whatever it is. That's not the reason. The minus four wasn't that reason, though. You still scored more points than you would have. Oh, I thought you were talking about my um, the the Lukaku, having Lukaku in on the wild card. Oh no, 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 Aldo and Salah. I mean, it could be a master. Kane could come out and get a hat trick against Leeds. Let's be honest, it's Leeds. You know, like it is something that I'm a little bit envious that you can do that in just two moves because with me I would have to do it in three or I'd have to sacrifice someone really good to do it while you just have to get rid of you know the because following that following that same uh mentality could be downgrading Vardy and upgrading Ben Rama or Gray to get in Son instead of Kane. Yeah definitely that's exactly it something to look at there because then I'm not risking the Simicast. I still keep Tiago Silva who's getting the 90 minutes and potential clean sheets. I just feel like Son's got the highest ceiling. Well, I'm sorry, Gray would be the one. Gray would be the one. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Because There's a reason he's yeah. like, almost a mill cheaper than... And his fixtures are just shit coming up. But that's it. Silva's fixtures don't exactly get easier but you're still back Chelsea's system to keep clean sheets. But yeah, lots of food for thought, bro. All Pretty right, much good chat. Reala- come to the realization. We'll post, we'll post our teams. Yeah, we'll, we'll post our teams. Hopefully, Kane will do it soon, which would be nice. You've got to do it again yeah. last week, can you, Kane? Well, no, yeah. Look, I know it's a good thing you text me, and I look at it. But it's the Manchester, full of, the Manchester full Derby. Of you would, yeah. I was, was depressed. Yeah, you were. You were all those, yeah, depressing shots that you had, which was a good night. So. <laughs> um, yeah, man, but. Yeah, good luck next next week. You too. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. And uh, good Thanks night. See you, buddy. See ya, man.